got your six and six major playtime. We are We the People, the People's Patriot Project. December 11th, and we are here at We Got Your Six Patriot Playtime. I am Mark Peterson with the People's Patriot Project, and I know that so many of you tune on to start to see the amazing other half of uh, the People's Patriot Project, and that's Andrea. And uh, sadly, I do have to announce she is not here tonight, so I hope we don't lose all of our, our people watching, but uh, Andrea is doing what she needs to do with uh, with family, and she's got a wee one that's got a birthday today, and so uh, we wish happy birthday to the wee one and uh, her family. Um, we come here every week, uh, and we bring a platform of people that we feel has the message to be heard for our veterans and our first responders. I'll be honest, it does weigh kind of heavily one side veteran, but we make it happen. Um, and we realize that such a gigantic uh, portion of those first responders that are out there on the front lines are also or have been uh, service members in the military, as high as 70% in, in, in most areas. But uh, um, that's why we do what we do. Uh, we've got an amazing musician with Holly Ann tonight. And we have uh, Miss Audrey McHugh with us, uh, has a wonderful message. And, um, you know, we, we held a very stringent competition to do a, a person that can come onto the panel. And we thought he had better legs than Andrea. So uh, we're also bringing Jonathan with Bourbon Battle Buddies on with us, uh, being a piece with us. He's probably saying, Mark, what are you doing? You're throwing me under the bus. But... He's got an amazing set of legs. I'm going to tell you that right now. I've never seen him, actually. That's a lie. So, um, so, but we start every show off um, when our musicians, and I'm sure Holly Ann has a, an amazing rendition of the national anthem, but uh, we do uh, the Pledge of Allegiance just to make sure that we give homage to uh, our country, the reason why we're here, the reason why most of us got to the point of service, the reason why... Uh, a gigantic portion of our country believes in we have something to fight for. And so if you will please stand, remove your hats, and uh, join us in the Pledge of Allegiance, um, we will get this started off. 
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We got Miss Audrey McHugh with Amazon Warrior Foundation. We have Miss Holly Ann, our musician, and the one and only Jonathan Crochet with Bourbon Battle Buddies. Um, I sat here doing pre-show with these. We're going to have to have some strong reins to hold Audrey back a little bit. Uh, but we're that's going to be your job, Jonathan. Just uh -oh. back and uh, he's got a lot to say. It's a, it's important stuff. Uh, I do know she has a passion for bourbon, and uh, we learned a lot before the show. And um, I think she even convinced Holly Ann probably to switch over from uh, from her rum to go bourbon. And uh, it's we're just enjoy it. Um, Thank you all for being on here tonight. Jonathan, anything new with you, brother? Uh no, not yet, man. Just just uh trying to trying to keep uh keep the motivation going, you know. Um, you're doing a great job. Hope, hopefully, hopefully somebody out there is getting something out of it. Well, I, I read your posts every single morning and I, I do. I it's uh I don't necessarily comment, uh, it's just a nice seed plant that says, Oh man. Those are great thoughts, and uh, or spurs me on to a different thought that uh, I need to pay attention to. Miss um, Audrey McHugh, hey. tell us what Amazonian Warrior Foundation. Tell us what that is. So um, there's this point when you become raped in the military where you're a victim, right? Like this trauma happened to you. Then you become a survivor. And then through my foundation, you become an Amazonian warrior. So it's like a progression of healing in your life. That's, uh, that's kind of what it is, like that we're all warriors surviving and beating PTSD, battling every single day together. So it doesn't matter if you're a combat vet or somebody experienced trauma in the military, Amazonian Warrior Foundation helps anyone that has complex PTSD. Um, so that's what we're after. We're after to help all veterans and make an impact in this, this community and the world. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Me and Audrey had a, a phone conversation. This is, this is straight up my appreciation of you. And um, we were getting into the conversation and I was talking about another piece of, of where we're going. And I'm not using this to throw you under the bus. It's the fact that you have an opinion, I have an opinion, and that we can all come together and still work together regardless of what our opinions were. And, and I think there's a time, military, right? Yeah. I think there's <laughs> a time and place where we'll get to a, where we can visually show everyone that there is hope out there. And then there was a point where you were just like, I disagree. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. And we talked through that piece and, and your disagreement wasn't actually, in my opinion, wasn't about the fact that, the help wasn't there. It was the wait time. The mm -hmm. help's not there because the astronomical amount of wait time sometimes it takes. Because even when we get an ask, and it breaks my heart because I think we've got six asks on our board right now. And we've got to sit back. First of all, we have to vet it a little bit because mm -hmm. we want to know that this is truly 
who we're helping. Now, granted, we'll help everyone and anyone, but I'm going to tell you right now, if someone comes and lies to us about who and what they are and what they did, we're going to cut your, you've, you've lost your option. You lost the opportunity. We're not going to play the game, but we're talking a couple days and what's happening is, and you've heard me say this a thousand times. If you follow us on our show, um, you have to be ready. So you don't have to get ready. And we're constantly, and I, I'm, I'm not going to put words in Audrey's mouth, constantly trying to find the resources, the bandwidth, the and we're done with the recognition piece because everyone knows, and again, the numbers are bigger than this. Our industry uses 22. Um, we use 17 to 75, and it does I end up in the hundreds. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it gets into the hundreds. And throw first responders in there, and now we're talking about incidences that aren't even being reported because people are going off on their own and they're just going off on their own. And that's, uh, it's terrible, but um, I love the fact that Audrey said, I disagree with you. And a lot of people probably struggle when people disagree with them, but it was like, well, then let's learn. Let's learn together. Let me hear your story. And I'm, I'm going to take it a, a little bit, I don't think we had a disagreement. I think you have a different perspective. I have a perspective and mm-hmm. I think we're both on the same thing, fighting for the same purpose. Um, just looking at it in different lenses. So um, tell me your primary mission of your organization. And there may so, not be a primary. So. Um, so our primary mission is to save lives, right? Um, we know that veterans, when they become homeless and they're turned away from the VA, if they're 100% service-connected for PTSD, no matter if it's rape or combat, they are turned away because of income limits. And so when you become homeless, you're 90% likely to kill yourself. And so we're at the point where we think somebody who defended this country, and I don't care if you went to combat or not, you made an oath to this country. And that oath does not have an expiration, right? It just doesn't. And so we deserve more than 10% of a chance to live. And the problem is the disparity between the VAs is crazy. So it's up to a social worker to determine that. And yet there's a 30% discretionary fund that Congress, like, they lit. Can you believe it? They literally thought of this and they said, let's put it down here at this level. So that way, if somebody comes in and they're homeless and they need help, we're going to leave it up to the person that's reviewing the case. Shocking. They did something good. Right. But they have all this money and they don't spend it on a veteran when you know the statistics are they're likely to kill themselves and they're only going to have a 10 percent chance of a living. So. We have VAs like in Arizona, Arizona and California that they're actually saying, okay, we see the circumstance. You're 100% service connected for PTSD. We're going to help you, right? And then we have other VAs where they just turn them away. And we know that veterans are dying at the rate of 100 hundreds, right? And so we know that we have 11,000 homeless veterans in LA alone. And so, you know, our primary goal is to just save lives. We don't believe that anyone should be in darkness where they're going to kill themselves. They defended this country. And if you cannot afford to take care of us after we come back or we experience trauma in the military because of being raped, then don't don't send us to war. Either you take care of us like you've promised or you don't. 
Like, and you have the money there. So spend it the right way. Start saving lives with me. That's all I'm saying. Well, and I, I'm going to kind of bat the hornet's nest a little bit more. And it's when you, we have less than 10%, now I'm including veterans and first responders, less than 10% that have skin in the game. They've blood, sweat, tears, yeah. limbs, life, less than 10%. I'm sorry. We, the people of this amazing country, you need to kind of start paying attention because none of you will hesitate for a second to dial 911 to have someone save your tail if you're in a bind and needed help. Mm -hmm. None of I you. But at the same time, we're going to let this 10% of our country fall to their own demise because they don't feel supported. They don't have the tools they need. They don't have the resources they need. And it's not that they don't, the resources aren't there. And that's the part where me and Audrey get a little bit the fumble there. These people at the VAs and not all VAs, we also had this conversation. Right. They don't have skin in the game. And to be honest with you, they are bidding out to the lowest contractor by the time they get to the VA because mm -hmm. your John Hopkins doctors aren't going to the VA. They are going to John Hopkins. They're going to the big medical schools. They are going to the Mayo. They are going. And so we're not getting the, the quality of help that these men and women thoroughly and fully deserve. Um, I found a stat this week, and I never mathematically put this together. We have had 20 straight years of 6,000-plus veterans commit suicide per year. 20 straight years of 6,000-plus. Um, they're expecting 3,000 people to die of COVID this year. 3,000. <laughs> we just doubled that number and that's not a pandemic or that's not, I don't want to call it a pandemic because I don't want to raise any flags, but you're not telling me that's a problem. We got to get boots on the ground. We got to be involved. We got to have, I love the tenacity of Miss McHugh and just the, her, her willingness to speak and her aggression in it. And uh, I hope, and again, we always talk about collaboration you're always welcome. We're not done with you, by the way. <laughs> All right. It's like, holy cow, this is amazing. Um, real yeah, they, quick, they Timmy, out. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Timothy Newton, good to see you, brother. I found a new thing with our Facebook users. I'll put one up that shows what I'm talking about. Every once in a while, we get people. Um, I just read some pieces, another piece of research I didn't know I'd have to do. But StreamYard does not recognize or allow people that are in the group, people that are in the group. If you're in the group, you may struggle to see or know who you are. But if you put this, I'll put this link up real quick, if you're interested. If you put this and go to this link with StreamYard, um, they will fix that problem for you instantaneously. And uh, it's coming up in the messages now, I believe. I didn't see it go there, but we'll find out what happens. Because um, we want to know who's here. Um, not because we're following you, not, but we love our family. We, we know Derek Iozio with Catch-22 out of Texas is on here tonight. Tammy Schroeder hey. uh, out of Minnesota is here tonight. Uh, Brian Gibson with Project Die Hard out of Macanda, Illinois, and um, in, out of Kentucky. Um, again, Timothy Newton, Audrey is awesome. 
Uh, Jeremy Daniels, thank you, brother, for being here regularly, constantly, and doing your thing. Uh, Brian said, speak it, sister. I'm confident that was to Audrey because we haven't heard from Holly Ann yet. Um, again, Jeremy Daniels, uh, we've got the crew from Simplified Design. That's Chris Nobles and his wife, Heather. And again, there it is. Um, and Jeremy is here. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Uh, and thanks for all the amazing support for coming in and being here and being involved. Um, looks like Jonathan might have had some connection. Here he is in the house. There we go. We missed, we missed Andrea already. <laughs> Gosh, Jonathan, she can't do everything. Um, <laughs> what an amazing sport. Miss Holly Ann, good to have you here. Thank you. It's been too long. We wanted this to happen a long, long time ago. Um, and it, it just wasn't in the cards at the time. But uh, now we got you and we're not letting go. Is that okay? That is great. That's fine with me. Perfect. Perfect. Um, tell us a, a little bit about your uh, your exposure in the military and what got you here. And, and has it influenced your music at all? Absolutely. Every bit of it. Um, I grew up in a Navy family, uh, six generational. Um, my dad was a Navy pilot and he flew off the carrier, uh, United States exit. He was in Korea. Um, he was from 1953 to 1965, I believe. And, um, that was five years before I was born, but, uh, I still lived the military life. Um, all of us, my, myself and my siblings, uh, we still live the military life. Um, we didn't move a whole lot, thank God, but uh, my dad was very strict. Um, of course, you know, he lived that military life. So um, my music came in when um, on a Sunday morning, actually, when I was eight years old. My dad heard me singing and he said, oh, my God, girl, we got to go to the Opry's. <laughs> So uh, he said, how come you didn't tell me about that? And I said, well, dad, you know, you're never home. You're always, you know, with this military or you got to do this. Or you got to do that. And um, so uh, from that point on, he had me in the Opry's and he instilled in me that uh, he told me all the stories, all the heartwarming stories, all the horrible things. And from then on, I took it from there, and um, it really hit my heart. And so I have been advocating for military and veterans all my life. Thank that you for crazy. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll do it until, you know, they put me in the ground, you know, because I do you understand what Arjun's saying. Well, let's put them in the ground first. <laughs> yeah. We got a long time to worry about that. That's it's not even on the <laughs> But I do I, I just you know, I see veterans all the time, like Audrey said, you know, they they walk around town because they have no place to go. They the shelters are full, but they won't let them in because they're full. You know, that just really pisses me off because um they went and fought for our country and you're gonna you're going to do them like that. So yeah, it, I agree with some of that. Yeah. And uh, so I started writing music about it and that's where it's gone from there. 
Well, we're so excited to have you here, and we're so excited to have you in the network, and we're excited for We've had many conversations about what the future looks like and where things are going to go, and um, a lot of people don't quite understand why we've attached ourselves so tightly with the musicians that are in our network, and and here is, you got, you got a fan out there, um, again, <laughs> Facebook users, make sure um, you let us know who you are. Um, I wonder if that could be Tammy Joe Dabs, who was our guest last week. Um, That's my lover. partner in crime. Yeah, yeah, she's an amazing young lady as well. Um, Project Die Hard, Audrey tried to connect, found you on Facebook. Okay, so that's Brian Gibbs is reaching out to you. Um, great guy, great mission. Um, Project Die Hard, Fob Rush down in, in Illinois. We talked about that. Um, Oh, Derek did that. And we got a Facebook user telling us that Derek did it. And that's okay, too. Um, <laughs> and that's awesome. Um, so I'm in their Victory that, for Veterans podcast. So I right. appreciate Derek. <laughs> yeah. Derek is a he's a huge, amazing personality that uh, he constantly is bringing new. I don't, I don't want to call it talent. I mean, it's it's boots on the ground organizers that want to make a difference. And right. again, that's part of what we're trying to get done is let everyone exactly. see. Everyone visually see there is a mass of people trying to help. This is our this is our tough spot. And I want to get back to the music piece, but the tough spot is we have forty thousand plus. It's actually close to fifty thousand. Veteran slash first responder organizations, nonprofits, um, and sadly, less than ten percent of those organizations are actually boots on the ground trying to get done. And and I know why, and I understand why. But we got to have the distraction gone because I said this earlier: when people call, they're in crisis now. They need answers, want answers, need help now. They. They haven't been thinking about it for a month. It's not like they're planning to move. That's not what they're – I am. I can't manage things right now. I'm a crisis. If you listen to our intro to the show, it's chaos. We built that that intro for the specific pur- purpose of letting people experience chaos. chaos. <laughs> there are helicopters. There are emergency vehicles. There is a storm coming in. There is There's stuff coming at you coming this way, coming that way. And our there's times where our veterans sit there and they, what I don't, they freeze. They freeze. I need help. And they take the time. They take the risk of reaching out and calling someone for help. And then sadly. Big step too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And well, sadly. Admitting that you're a broke dick for a second. <laughs> That help isn't there because mm-hmm. someone's got to get their shit together before they can help you. And again, I oh, I gotta. Sorry, I gotta. I did one of those there. I, I, <laughs> so, and I um, guess what I'm so excited about with with Holly Ann, like at Amazonian Warrior Foundation, right? We use board sport stuck point therapies that we use and you have to stay in your body and go through this trauma point with us. And then we put you on a board sport, but we also have musical therapy, right? Cause music speaks to your soul. And you know, we have, exactly. people that have severe 
complex PTSD. Like most veterans actually have complex PTSD because PTSD as a qualifying single event, singular, right? As veterans, we've had, come on now, like multiple traumas, right? Multiple things that are going to make, especially if you go to a deployment, right? Like that alone is going to have complex PTSD factors, right? So what we do is with some of these guys who just want to stay in a treehouse, which is fine with me, right? Is we use music to speak to each other. So before we start this peer to peer, we say, play a song to describe how you're feeling today. And musically, you can already, you know, if somebody's jamming out to the Beatles, they're pretty much, depend on the song, right? But they're pretty much having like a chill kind of day, right? But you're, if you're over here at Five Finger Death Punch and Wrong Side of Heaven or something, right? You're like, you're pretty pissed off right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we can speak to each other. And that's kind of critical with somebody when you aren't ready to speak about your trauma or deal with things to be able to use music to do it right they usually pick out songs that lyrically speaking that uh actually in their head will make them say okay this is this is it this is how i'm feeling today Mm -hmm. the exact way the lyrics are in that song is how they're feeling right and that's that's how you do that and and it's uh very therapeutic for them Mm a hundred percent and that was the piece that I was going to get to earlier, why we attach to the music world so much. We have roughly 90 musicians from across the country that are all veteran first responder or Patriot players like Colleen Ann, that I call it the trifecta effect. Because what happens is you have, first of all, the music is therapeutic for these veterans and first responders to begin with. I'm singing a message because this fixes my heart or this fixes what I need to fix right here for the now. The next piece is there are people that need to hear those messages, hear those messages, and then realize, ah, I needed to hear that. That's a piece that is affecting me. That was what Holly Ann was just stating. And then ultimately it allows us to get our platform out there in a bigger arena because we have these amazing artists singing amazing talent and music and craft. And then we get people that come in, want to enjoy a cocktail. Um, we just did our WP3 Nashville takeover where we had hundreds of people show up to learn about A, the mission, B, here our musicians, and then we did this recalibration retreat for our musicians as well and where they get to be high on the, the, the totem pole here because, look, we are superstars and – there's a value to what we're doing. And that's the image, that's the mission and the image that we want to portray and keep going. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Miss um, Holly Ann, we have Pain, 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 Your Eyes Are Telling on You, and Heavy Cross to Bear. Which one would you like to roll with? Heavy Cross to Bear first, since we're talking on this subject. Perfect. <laughs> this is Miss Holly Ann, Heavy Cross to Bear. Stephen was a medic serving in Afghanistan Red Cross painted on his helmet Dodging bullets in the sand He risked his life to rescue soldiers Dying in the dust It was only paint and metal But to him that helmet was A heavy cross to bear 
That's like, um, and I don't want to minimize your song because I am comparing it to, like, the the storm by Garth Brooks. That's it's bone chilling. It's real. I hear it in your voice. It was. I'm. I could see me having. I'm not having bourbon tonight, but I could see me having a a bourbon sitting there watching the fire and just. Oh my gosh. I love, I love it. I love it. What was well, thank any you. inspiration? Any inspiration in there? Uh, every bit of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Uh, I was talking to a military mer- uh, medic, and um, he pretty much explained to me um, some things that he went through, and 
I wrote it down on paper, and the next thing you know, we have that song. Thank it God. Was that quick. It was that quick. It, it always amazes me how people can find words to write such beautiful songs or beautiful poetry, whatever, and it happens so fast. Well, it, you know, it happens fast because when, when someone, a veteran's telling you this story, um, you already are writing the song in your head as they're talking or they're telling the story. Uh, all you do is you put your your feelings in and your soul into what they're telling you. Well, you definitely got the soul wrapped up in that one, and that's uh, I it gave me the tingles the entire time listening to it, and I just appreciate you as an artist. And um, I've been it, make it about myself for a second. Um, I've been working on a song for a while called. A bourbon slow dance and it's about the memories of pivotal times and places and what if when you drink a bourbon and you sip it and you pull it in and you breathe it you get to feel the life and the nuance of that that particular bourbon and this is we were actually talking about this pre-show but uh, <laughs> um, yeah i wonder <laughs> But I think there's also like life moments. There's like a song comes on and it triggers that piece. There is a an experience, your first dance, your first kiss, your first all of these pieces. And it's the experiences. These are the exact same thing we're dealing when we're recalibrating veterans and first responders. We're trying to take that that one piece that burns and stings and, and, and take it away. So we not take it away but put it to a spot where I can manage it, look at it, acknowledge it, receive it, and say, you know what? I got something bigger than that one moment right there, and I'm gonna, I can fix that. I can fix that. Um, we're not here to fix anybody, uh, but individually, we all have something in our lives that we can fix. Um, we're here to help support. We're here to help uh, give direction. We're here to say, you know what? Think about it this way. In the conversations I've had with Audrey, it's given me moments to think, rethink it. There's nothing wrong with rethinking things. So, oh, I overthink things sometimes, believe it or not. And uh, I, I <laughs> no, so where do you get that from? <laughs> you don't, you don't know me that well. Um, but that's, I'm going to call that my gift because it allows me to then turn around and deliver opportunities. Um, I'm not a savior. I'm not, I don't want to be the face of this thing. Um, this, this collective right here is our face today. And we P3, the people's Patriot project, the people that have served, the people that have lost, lost life, the people that have lost limb, blood, sweat, and tears. And don't forget like Holly Ann, the people that were there to support those people who are in service. Uh, we've got plenty of firefighters and and um, and EMS and police officers who have family members that didn't necessarily sign up. Those kids didn't sign up for that crap that daddy and mommy are dealing with. They didn't. But they're there and they support and they have to deal with the stuff when mom and dad bring that home. So what an amazing, amazing stir the pot, baby. Stir the pot. Audrey. <laughs> well, since you just so said you that part. <laughs> 
into the bus. Boom, here's the train coming. What's your message? What do you want to get out right now at this moment? Um, so I guess I just want to say is that, you know, I was raped multiple times in the military, right? And so when you become raped in the military, you have a 50-50 chance of killing yourself. Besides the retaliation or the fact that you're likely not to get justice, period, out of a thousand cases that are actually reported and prosecuted, only 75 of those people are actually kicked out of the military, right? You're then 80% likely to get into a domestic violence relationship. So by the end of this year, by the end of the 31st of this year, over 30,000 active duty guard reserve service members will be exposed to either sexual assaults, sexual harassment, or rape in the military. That means 24,000 active duty service members will be exposed and at risk for domestic violence. Pretty big thing since I experienced that for myself for over 12 years, right? But then throw on the fact that you're likely to kill yourself at a 50-50 chance and throw in those factors, you're literally passing on generational trauma to patriots that probably their children would have served. So they're living with generational PTSD. So the way to resume right, and have good retention rates is to kind of address these issues because we are literally killing our military lineage with PTSD already. 24,000 per year that that service member is going to bring that stuff home that's not being addressed. So these are real issues that we need to mitigate with, right? Like my degrees in security risk analysis and cybersecurity with a minor in information technology. Now I get to use mitigation and security risk analysis to combat not only rape in the military, but PTSD, right? It, it's pretty cool. Like nobody said, hey, use this degree that you have to try to save your brothers and sister lives. I'm like, well, I can pretty much do that, right? So my message is these things have to change. We cannot eliminate rape in the military. It's not going to happen. But we can put policies in place to start mitigating it because nobody in their right mind should then have to experience a 12 year. And I mean, I have a traumatic brain injury from being violently beaten with baseball bats. OK, and my head shoved through the wall and I reported this stuff and nothing was done. Okay, so my problem is, is that's too many people. We have the highest rate of suicide among everyone. And we have the lowest rate of funding because they want us to be silent and quiet about it. And I'm not here to do that anymore. I was quiet enough for that many years, but you can't silence me anymore. And so when I look around and I see this and I say, man, you know, I put a Glock 17 in my mouth and pulled the trigger. My slide jammed, right? And I knew that I shouldn't clean my Glock because I already knew what state I was in, right? So I survived here to do God's work. And I kind of try to tell people this all the time. Like you can either get on board with the mission that I have to save as many lives as I can from PTSD, whether they're there from being sexually violated in the military, which I got to tell you is the worst violation there is because that's supposed to be the person that takes a bullet for you not harm you. That's not supposed to happen. That's not my kind of military. As far as I'm concerned, they are not military members. They are not reflective of men and women that actually put on their uniform and to serve with honor, right? 
But then I have my brothers and sisters who have combat PTSD and they're definitely they're dying left and right. So we need lateral change. People are like, oh, you're a leader, Audrey. No, I'm not. Right. I'm just a general on deck on this battlefield together. I believe in lateral change. I believe that we stand shoulder to shoulder with each other. And that's how we get shit done. We have seen that top down policies don't work. Neither do bottom up. Right. We know this stuff's not working. We know that veterans are dying by the hundreds a day, every single day. So there's a point where we just have to do what needs to be done. And that's lateral change. That's us working together. That's us saying our brother and sister is in a, such a dark place that they're willing to put a Glock 17 in their mouth. And that's an okay with me. So I'm going to pull every single damn veteran I can up with me because none of them deserve to be in that spot. None of them. And so either we can get on board making it faster so we can save hundreds and thousands of veterans or, you know, we'll do it as, as slow as possible. Either way, it's happening. That's I, like what what said, I like what you said about the lateral movement um, because to be, to be too often, yeah, too often, especially in the military, it's, it's uh, you know, like you said, top, top down, right? And whenever you're at the bottom, Nobody hears, nobody cares. Right. So there's got to be enough people standing shoulder to shoulder with the same message that their voices are heard. Yeah, I don't stand in front of you. I don't stand behind you. I stand next to you. I can't walk your journey, but I can walk with you. I can walk with you. Like, and that's really all somebody is trying to do. When you have your battle and they're checking in with you and they've called you or they're coming to see you, you know that something's already up, right? So you know at this moment, you're like, okay, I got you. This is what we agreed to do for each other. And, and some people are like, ah, fuck the military. I got out. Listen, man, if I can love the military after being raped multiple times, like what the fuck's your excuse? Like it, it's not about loving the military. It's about loving our brothers and sisters enough to give a fuck that they deserve more than a 10% chance of living. Like, how does the, how do you go to sleep at night? They're dying. I'm, I'm dodging, <laughs> dodging. I got them all. It's all good. I'm yeah. I, it I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love because, the passion. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm tired of it. I'm just, I'm tired of, of, I'm tired of my brothers and sisters dying when I know that there's a better way. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm tired of men. I'm tired of like, I'm saying, try this board sport therapy. That's adaptive sports that the VA supports because I've literally no, I know I'm an adaptive athlete. I snowboard, I surf, I one wheel. I have people that paddleboard. I put people on it and I see them say, okay, well, I can't kill myself because I'm going to snowboard next season. Right. You give right. them motivation and they have to live within the pain, but they do it with other veterans and they can't desensitize. So they got to deal with it. They got to deal with shit. But I've seen veterans that do woodworking with me. I'm, I love woodworking, right? I fly fish, right? Like there's so many different avenues that all we have to do is really strengthen these nonprofits that are already here and we can reduce massive amount of numbers. Like nobody has to heal one way or another. Like that's, you know, this is the time is now. It's now. It's, it's time. Let us, up and around. Let us deploy you. Each and every person that's hearing this message. That's what you you need deployment. I mean, the deployment is your skill set. The deployment is your time, talent, or treasure. Your deployment, you're all value. I mean, 
There's a reason, sadly, we, we don't want to grieve your loss. There's a reason why people grieve because they want you freaking here. And uh, Jeremy Daniels, and again, I don't want to take away from the platform of uh, the Amazonian Warrior Foundation, but uh, Jeremy Daniels the other day uh, came up, and he didn't come up with it. General Patton had a lead me, follow me, or option three, or, you know, basically get out of the way. And um, this is this is what we believe in. Lead me, follow me, or option we, P3, we are going to send the message we are sending the message we are here we will be here audrey is here with the amazonian warrior foundation uh derek iozio is here with catch 22 brian gibson is here with uh, uh operation uh project iheart sorry um and again the number of uh veteran and first responder musicians that have chimed in today we've got this and the problem is we need to stop talking about it I yep. need to not have a show here, but the show has to be here to let people know that we have everyone available. But at the same time, the talk's got to stop and the boots have got to be on the ground moving forward and taking one step in a solid line as we are policing the field in front of us, picking up everyone along the way and making a difference. Gosh, dang it. Amen. I'm the mic now, but whatever. <laughs> it's... Uh, um, <laughs> We're on a battlefield. Boom. It's a real battlefield. It is a battlefield. It's time um, to win it back. Was... You know, it's time to win it back. And we're winning lives back. That's the most critical thing is we're winning lives of people who have laid down first responders. You know, they ran in for 9-11 and look how hard they had to fight for just well, getting there for the next 20 years. And they continue to die of cancer rates. Right. But they were told, hey, it's OK. Run in there. Y'all all right. And they did it with yeah. bravery, honor. Well, right. Here's my problem. We have people running into fires and we have people running out of fires. We have people that are holding the hands of people taking their last breath out on the street while another person is sitting there holding the loved one of the person taking their last breath. And we've got people that are suiting up in uniforms every single day getting spat on because they are attached to a policy that really isn't who they are, but they're there to serve and protect and protect you and your property and and it just seems like you're going to take a kick to the junk because we decided to serve. That's garbage. People have to get involved. People mm -hmm. have to give us your time, talent, and treasure. And we will save lives. I know I've received the phone calls. I've received the messages. I'm assuming, I'm making some assumptions, but I'm assuming there's people in your life that have said, hey, ah, I get it. I had a moment. It was because of you that I was able to remember. And we do need to remember. We need to remember those people that are here right now so that we don't have to not remember them here because of their, their peers and their other brothers and sisters. I think we can go on this forever, and I don't want to shut it down. But, uh, I mean, Holly Ann, does, uh, does pain, pain, pain have anything to do with this song or with what we're talking about? Um. Not really, but I have okay, heard um, I've heard people say that they can relate to that, especially what RG was saying about domestic violence. It kind of relates to that as well. Okay. Uh, any precursor to this song? Uh, not that I can say on here. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll hear it post-show, and that will be fun, too. And so. 
Um, we have again Miss Holly Ann with Pain, Pain, Pain. Never gonna walk the same. My knuckles are raw from putting holes in the wall. I'm in pain, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. My head hurts from thinking, my liver hurts from drinking, my heart hurts from breaking all the time. My eyes burn from crying, and my tongue is tied to lying, saying you'll come back and be changed. I'm in I'm tasting what a shame, what a shame, what a shame. My head hurts from thinking, my liver hurts from drinking, my heart hurts from breaking all the time. My eyes burn from crying and my tongue is tied to lying, saying you'll come back and be changed. I'm in pain, pain, pain. Push me. She just went for bourbon. She was looking for bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you Instacart? I heard today you can Instacart. Alcohol. They will. Uh, here in Texas, we do have Instacart. And by the way, uh, Lyft and all that. If you order it, they'll bring it to you. Oh wow! Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? And the Poconos, you can order pizza and they'll bring you beer. Living in the South has its disadvantages. <laughs> Here's my concern. My concern is every time I've done this, my food's been cold by the time I got it, and I would be concerned that my beer would be warm. Now, granted, no, they're like guys. They they know the pizza will be free if they don't come here at a certain time. So, oh no. sure, sure. Yeah, uh, I prefer my beer warm because I'm a stout drinker, and that's not. Oh, warm, I like a German uh, pilsner type of warm. Yeah, hyperlyzen yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. beer. Don't get me started on that on that too. 
<laughs> Oddly enough, you know, a nice bourbon beer is delicious, in my opinion. But uh, wow, what is next for Amazon Amazonian Warrior Foundation? So right now we're in the process of, because, you know, obviously I believe in strengthening places and why reinvent the wheel if it's already working, right? And so the barriers um, that I find for reducing the rates of suicide among veterans if using this board sport therapy that I do is transportation and housing, right? So besides the fact you know, you're dealing with a veteran that has PTSD. If you're dealing with somebody that's an amputee or they're in a wheelchair now at this point, it's a struggle to get out of bed, right? And so I personally know this because I was told I was never going to walk again, right? And so it took 18 months for me to get out of that, but it gave me an experience that I won't ever forget. And so, you know, if you're in that much pain and you need to get on a board sport, and there's no housing and it's over two hours away, the chances that you're actually going to find transportation to get there or let alone have the energy to engage in something that's going to bring you overall wellness, it's just going to be non-existent. So you're not going to use these. So a lot of these adaptive sport foundations kind of need transitional housing. So I'm looking to build um, transitional housing in like the Virginia Beach area and Monmouth County in New Jersey. There's already a great adaptive sports program there. Virginia Beach, you know, obviously we need places on base and off base. So that way we can address the people that are getting the PTSD on active duty so we can reduce the rates and get them back into readiness so they can get back into the fight faster, right? And then we need it off base because we already have veterans that are experiencing high rates of PTSD and suicide. So we need to strengthen, put my board sport therapy there, put them in housing, put musical therapy there, woodworking, art therapy, all these things that we know are working, but we don't have access to, right? And then we need to go to San Diego where that kind of has one of the highest rates of rape in the military. And we know we have a high rate of um, suicide coming out of there. So we need to put one there, NorCal. And then we got the 82nd. You know, we need these guys to be operationally ready. So we need our SEALs. We need our special F, you know, SF guys. We need our special forces guys to really have this opportunity to have a stress release after doing they're doing these missions, right? And all this is going to do is help resiliency in the military, help with retention rates, and help with the most important thing is making sure someone doesn't end their life. That's it. So we're doing that. And then we're going after food disparity because we feed homeless veterans that are unhoused. So because we know some vets just are, they're just done. They're done with the system. They're not going to come out from there. They've chosen to live outside because they feel safer outside than they do inside. And I can relate to that, right? I love nature. So we're going to do release of burden hikes with them. We're going to go up top of a mountain. We're going to leave their stuck point at the top of that mountain. And we're going to leave it there. And we're going to walk down in positivity. And we're going to attack the next stuck point that's a barrier to them with their PTSD healing. And then, you know, we're growing food. Zucchini bread, chocolate chips. I can get people to eat it. You know, like, you know, it's not healthy. Totally. I mean, I, I, I need chocolate chips. That's all I'm saying. And so we could feed up to 100 veterans that are homeless, that are in the tents and say, hey, listen, we are never going to forget you. We understand. And uh, I respect your decision. But there's all these different resources here if you want it. Right. And so just letting them know that there's a light there. 
that when they choose to, they can reach out to. So you're just, we're just planting seeds, literally. <laughs> That's what we're after. Well, and oh. again, I, I love everything thing. that you're, you're doing and you're committed and just the tenacity and the, the position and the push on, and we just yeah, need <laughs> more people involved and more people, uh, come out of yourself for a second and realize again, you can be all be part of something bigger than you are. And that is, I I'll tell you right now, why does Mark Peterson do this? Because I'm selfish. I'm selfish. It feels good to me when people say you've changed my life. It feels good to me when people um, change their life to a point where they've saved their lives. Um, now, granted, I don't have that kind of power and control, but I will continue this mission for the purpose of making life better for other people. And that's amen. And I'm with Audrey. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, again, post show, stick around. Uh, I know a lot of people want to get to Yellowstone and watch your episode of Yellowstone tonight, <laughs> but uh, um, we do. We have our post show here and uh, find out ways that we can work together. And uh, we don't do all of our reveals during the show because there are people that uh, think they can handle the weight, and then they go out and they kind of uh, um, ruin the the pieces. And so we'll uh, we'll work together behind the scenes as much as we can, and uh, so. Um, Miss Holly Ann, what's next for you? Well, hopefully, uh, I'm going to be working with you guys and, um, I've got some more, uh, things going on behind the scenes. Uh, can't mention it yet, but, uh, everything's looking great for 2023. Awesome. It is looking great. It, I'm yep. excited. I'm not a, I'm not a, a resolution kind of guy, but, uh, if, if things keep progressing, I always say that my God can move mountains. So you can either get out of the way or I could just have him move a mountain. Just Amen. Like Amen. Try to move, but we got to move it together. That's the whole thing. Amen. But that's why we're here. Cause you know, I believe that universe God is connecting us. Right. And we're like, you know, and whatever you believe, I don't really care. Right. Because when we're in the military, you believe in inclusivity, right? What's your talent, right? It doesn't matter what sex you are, creed, nothing. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like y'all can either get out the way or he gonna do it. Like I don't know what to it's, say. Exactly. There, there is a piece of this, and it is yeah, we, all, we, we all have to get out of our own ways too. Um mm -hmm. and that well, is a piece sometimes that's important. <laughs> I, I started the People's Patriot Project 2012 and I didn't do anything with it for six years because I didn't want anyone to take my sweet little and then I realized, oh my god. There's still 75 plus people committing suicide every single day. And I haven't helped one of them for the last mm -hmm. six years. So I got to get out of my way and then start inviting people to this. There's people that think I'm crazy and they're probably not too far off. Uh, but why would you bring other platforms on when you're all fun? That's exactly why, because mm -hmm. I want to let every know, everyone know, we come as a collective force. We are coming collectively to fix this problem, not individually, not. Again, We're coming in thousands and thousands. <laughs> each one of us is a drop, but you know what? How many drops creates an ocean? And that's exactly that's where we're at. We, we are coming as an ocean. Uh, Jonathan. 
any news yep. from you? Yeah, you had a whole show to think about it now. So <laughs> now it's your turn to participate. Um, I've, I've been working on the uh, the intro to a podcast. I'm not uh, I'm not super um, tech savvy or or anything like that. So I just I just pedal when I got time. Um, and soon there will be a uh, a podcast that brings together bourbon and veterans and uh and and we'll just i don't know what it'll lead to but it'll lead to a bunch of great conversations and and some 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 great stories and and just people being able to unload whatever's on their chest at the time and uh some motivation hopefully you know somebody will grab a hold of it and say like i got here's my thing a lot of people in in stress or uh, are dealing with trauma tend to believe that they may be the only person that's ever dealt with that trauma. Like nobody will understand what I'm going through because this is mine. There's 8 billion people on this planet. Somebody can relate and somebody can help you with that. I may not be the guy that helps you, but I want to, I just want to bring together enough people to where somebody can find the help that they need to get them through whatever they're going through. And, and, and hopefully, you know, they take part in this, this, uh, this wonderful mission of saving lives because that's what it's all about. Well, um, again, we want to make sure and we, every single time we have our show, we want to make sure people pull these out um, it's easy. It takes about six seconds, maybe a little longer, to reach out to someone that think about someone that you served with right now. Think about a loved one. Think about someone that uh, you haven't talked to in a while. Uh, go through your your list, and, and I literally have not talked to this person for this many years. Send them with you. Send them. Type it with you, all capital letters. Or hey, buddy, I'm here. Hey, sister, I'm here. Hey, um, if you do that as a six-pack, that means, you know, within our network, that is roughly uh, 70,000-plus people um, that we can reach in instantaneously um, just to make sure we are doing our buddy checks. They are important. Um, If you have one of those relationships where – you had the falling out, and you, can you be above yourself? I have one in my life that I will live with with regret for the forever um, because I did not reach out, and he's no longer here because I was so full of myself that uh, he hurt my, my little heart, and uh, he poked my heart, and, uh, and I was too too proud to say, you know what? I'm not mad at you. I'm actually hurt that you you did that to me. And that's a tough one. Um, there is a relationship like that in all of our lives. And how big of a person are you to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm, I'm with you and we will make a change and we're here. It might save a life, you know. Um, do your buddy checks. Uh, remember, we are the beacon of hope. We are the beacon of opportunity. We are here. Reach out. Uh, 
Audrey is here with Amazonian Warrior Foundation. Uh, I don't think she's going anywhere. We are going to talk and continue to be part of her mission as well. Um, Miss Holly Ann, we have one more song set up for you. Your eyes are telling on you. Your eyes are telling on you. Is there any pre-story to this one? Uh not that I can say right now, but look, you know. God, you got a lot of dirty stories. In the closet. The well, they're not really dirty. They're just, you know, if you talk to somebody, you know, most people talk through their eyes. You can tell what they're feeling, what they're going to say, you know. So, um, you know, that's kind of where that came from. But uh, we all we all do that. Catch me and Andrea on tomorrow night on our we our weekly debrief. We'll share the specifics of what the People's Patriot Project is. Tonight was all about Audrey and Amazonian Warrior Foundation and Miss Holly and her music. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of Mr. Uh, Jonathan Crochet with us with Bourbon Battle Buddies. And uh, we wish Miss Eichmann well with her grandbabies tonight. She's been chiming in a couple times. And um, I guess we're going to finish this with a nice Patriot Pride. And this is Miss Holly Ann with your eyes. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Middle of the night, I was sound asleep. You snuck out, forgot your phone, but I heard it be somebody sent you a message, said she had a great time. Well, I see that look, boy, I ain't blind. Don't tell me that's just one of the guys. Ooh, 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 your eyes are telling on you, ooh, you, ooh. white lies and half the truth hurt you. You can't hide that puppy dog face is a poor disguise. You're long gone, dude. Get a clue. Your eyes are telling on you. Stop calling me your baby. This girl ain't no fool. Second chances are over just like I'm over you. That slick little glance won't work no more. So go on and walk. Ain't nothing left here to say. Your face already says it all.